Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Howdy, folks. Welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show, the show that's all about having fun in the greatest place on Earth, Cape Cod, USA. My name is Eric Williams. Mung is here. Liv is here. It's me. Taryn is here. Hello, hello. Oh, we got a big show. Big show as we wind down toward the end of August. Can you believe it, folks? Can you believe it? Just a couple weeks left of the deliciousness we call summer before Labor Day comes in and ruins it all. No, 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 no. Summer extends well into September. Not for us. This is our last week, Liv and I. It's the intern's last week at the Cape Cod Times. Say goodbye to your favorite intern. They're down to their last, what, couple days here? Yeah. We're taking them out to lunch today, or someone is anyway. I'm I'm too busy. We're getting the steak. People are getting flowers and stuff like that in the office. What was that all about this morning? Well, uh, it might be Liv's birthday, what? so she got a lot of. It might be. Not sure. Oh, congratulations, hey, Liv! That's wonderful. That oh, is happy, thanks. happy, happy. I made it to another year. And Taryn's gonna sing right now. I guess you said you would. Happy birthday! Oh, I have like an Elvis vibe. I, like I was it. going for the. Um, wait, who was it that sang to John F. Kennedy? Marilyn. Oh yeah, Marilyn oh. Monroe. I was going for that. Let's move on to the all-important Cape and Islands weather forecast for your weekend coming up on Cape Cod. For Friday, partly sunny with a high near 83. Saturday, chance of showers, high near 80. Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 75. Boy, we've got some nighttime temperatures in the 60s. Is summer over? Is the volcano being extinguished? Mm. This is very, very strange and disturbing. Let's check those tides. We have weekend uh, tides. Uh, Looks like the high tide over the weekend will be about, oh, five, six, and seven. That means delicious middle of the day low tides on Cape Cod, roughly noon, one and two o'clock this weekend. For me, that means going to the big beach when the waves are breaking on the sandbar and the boogie boards are out. Very exciting for those midday low tides. Now we have some kind of tide and climate related report coming up from you, Mung. It says simply here, Mung Migration. Oh yes, oh yes. I pay particular attention to your tide reports, Eric, because there has been a Mung Migration going on involving me, Mung, migrating from the south side beaches that I love, you know, off Craigville Beach and stuff like that, to the north side, Cape Cod Bay, some of my favorite beaches in Dennis, like Chapin and Mayflower, and uh, it's because the water's too warm for me on the south side. Now you say migration, does this mean you actually swam down and through the Cape Cod Canal and then back up uh, to the bay side? <laughs> that's right, that's right. You can see me, you know, breaching the water with the dolphins through the canal. <laughs> Don't you ride the dolphins? <laughs> um, what does that mean? Hmm. Porpoise. Porpoise. 
so yeah, so uh, I'll go to uh, like a Cape Cod Bay beach at low tide, bring my chair out on the flat, and it, it does take a little while to get to the water before you can jump in and swim, but once you get out there, you have like kind of a flats to yourself, the water's gorgeous, crystal clear, I love it. Could be something to do uh, this weekend beach-wise. Now, Taryn and Liv, what have you guys been doing swimming-wise? You're here, you're new to Cape Cod, have you been getting in the water? Not much. Oh, no. What? <laughs> I don't know. I just go in for a dip. <laughs> I don't know. I've recently rediscovered boogie boarding. I was in Wellfleet, your home, and uh, and yeah, man, what a ride it is. What beach did you go to? I was, we did all of them. What? All of them over Whoa. like three or four days. There are four big beaches right That's now. That's right. Yeah. Right along Ocean View Drive. Mm-hmm. Did you go to the beachcomber? Went to the beachcomber. Oh. Yep. Parking is still available out front. That's so but nice. Don't hold me to that. Now, any big uh, dangerous uh, boogie boarding adventures where you're scared of sharks with the waves big? What was I it did like? I see four seals at once. All right. I'm, I'm thinking a mom and dad and two babies, but mm. can't verify. Oh. Super cute. Super well, cute. I don't know. They used to be cute, but now people are just sort of scared when they see a seal. It's like, okay. What is behind that seal? Yeah. Mm. Megalodon. Poor seals. <laughs> a giant shark. We saw some crazy yeah. shark video yeah. recently of those people fishing. Uh, there's a kid pulling something in off the back of a fishing boat, and then all of a sudden a shark jumps up and steals his fish. And it's lucky that's all he got. Yeah, it's like one of the fishermen could have like reached his arm out and touched it. It was that close to the boat. It kind of freaked me out. Oh, yeah. boy. It's a shark tax. It happens all the time, right? It's happened for years. It's just that scientists are now tagging them so we know they're there. But it was always the same. Isn't that true? Or are there more now? More sharks? Uh, way more sharks now in the Cape Cod waters over the last 10 years due to yeah. more seals. Um, But yeah, they've always been there. That is disturbing. Let's think about something happy then. Thursday afternoon, Thursday, 3 p.m., one of the preeminent super fun events on all of Cape Cod, anywhere in the world at any time. It's the Provincetown Carnival Parade leaving from the East End at 3 o'clock. Anyone going to be there? We might be. Could be, Taryn, you could be going to Carnival. Yes. And Mung, I don't know about you, right? Maybe, but this would be Taryn's first time to Provincetown? Oh, no. Second. I went went last weekend. It was very fun. And I think we may have seen a, like, a preparation float. Yes. Right? Yes. There were people um, dancing in... Interesting clothing in their car, right down Commercial Street, and that might, it was really that fun. That might just be Provincetown. That could I know. be every day. That's <laughs> yeah, probably going on right now. You're right. In you're right. There's lots of dancing. Did, it was so We did funny. see the masks, though. The the carnival masks. Oh, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mardi Gras-esque. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Mardi Gras by the sea theme this year, right? So you're bringing in some of that sort of uh, crazy Mardi Gras energy, mm-hmm. wild costumes, probably skimpy. Probably skimpy. And then the Provincetown wonderful flavor. It's going to be just a whiz-bang, gee-whiz, superstar, wonderful thing. And I hope to be up there. I like to go to the beginning of the parade. The downtown thing is crazy, Mung. You've been there. What's that like when you're in the heart of town during the parade? Oh, man, it's like, it's super exciting, but it's bodies on top of bodies. It's craziness. It's wild. <laughs> bodies on bodies. Oh, yes, yes. You're Ooh. packed in like sardines, but happy sardines because you're having fun. Yeah, it is quite a thing to see. Uh, you have to really plan. If you're going to do this, you got to get up there early because parking is going to be insane and probably plan to stay kind of late. Mm-hmm. The parade runs about a couple hours, uh, runs about three miles along Commercial Street. It takes some careful planning, but it can be very joyful. I do like the beginning of the parade because you can see everyone get ready. You can talk to the people on the floats, but you miss out on the crazy downtown energy. 
But if you haven't seen one before, and Taryn, if you haven't, and you have a chance, this mm-hmm. is the this is the thing to do. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, coming up on Thursday at 3 p.m. in Provincetown, the Carnival Parade. We're very excited about it. It's a wicked mm-hmm. good time. Now, this thing that lands before me now, Mung, is coming from you. And you're making some claims here that I'm not too certain of. I didn't have time to research this. You want to have an Ultimate Cape breakfast discussion. and You, you wanna... don't need to research for that. No, but he wants to call it the meal that will save your vacation. That's a claim that's never been proven oh, in any court in America. Oh, yeah. The meal that will save your vacation. I back How it is up. that even possible? How can one meal, a breakfast meal, the first meal of the day, save your vacation? And yeah. why does your vacation need saving? Yeah, why aren't you having a good time anyway with your family? Yeah. You, you likely are having a good time, but, you know, when you bring your family on vacation, there could be some stress. You know, the kids, you know, they want to be taken everywhere. They got to go to the beach. They might want to go to the carousel. They might be a little... What's so wrong with that? A little cranky. And you need fuel to be able to handle an entire day worth of entertaining your family. So that's why you got to start on your Cape Cod vacation with a really good breakfast early. It's too bad we don't have any delicious breakfast places on the Cape. Or, or do we, Mung? I can't remember. Do we? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, boy, do we. There's dozens, and we're going to talk about some of our favorites. And it's making us hungry already. Breakfast may be the most fun meal to eat out. It's usually not oh, yeah. that expensive, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's delicious, savory, or sweet. It's your choice. And there are some divine breakfast places on Cape Cod. I have some favorites, but Mung, you're the king of breakfast. You're half man, half breakfast. <laughs> half marsupial. Uh, so you want to put some hats. bacon in your pouch and let's get going on this. What are your favorite breakfast restaurants? Oh, my favorite has always been the Red Cottage um, in Dennis. Um, it is spectacular. There is usually a long wait there, but it's worth it. Get in line early. And they just have some really good uh, food that has like some southern inspiration, like like pecan waffles and things like that. Just absolutely delightful. Um, I don't like that sweet stuff for breakfast. You know, to me, it's like eggs and bacon. You got to go in there with a savory side, a little rye toast, maybe. You know, that's where you live. This pancake waffle world, that's not going to give you the fuel you really need. It's going gonna, it's gonna to cause trouble later on. I say, why limit you to one thing? Why not have a little pancakes here or waffles? Maybe have a little sausage, a, a link on the side, maybe one scrambled egg. What do you think, I have Taryn? The, I have the tell-all. What you have to do is share the pancakes. You never finish pancakes. You get, you know, the eggs, the toast, the bacon, and then you split pancakes. It's the breakfast secret. Yes, it's breakfast dessert, too. And I will say that a breakfast is only as good as the number of liquids you get to consume during it. That's why breakfast is so great. Number of liquids? You can have coffee. You can have orange juice. You can also have a Bloody Mary if you Mm -hmm. want. Well, now, wait a minute here. Yes. Yes. This is veering out of control. We're I trying love, to get I a family it. ready for a day on Cape Cod, and now everyone's drinking Bloody Marys. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> exactly happened what a family needs to do to get ready. Oh, nice. boy. And, and Taryn and Liv, you recently went to a breakfast place uh, that you enjoyed, right? We went to the Celtic Kitchen. Ooh. Which oh, that I, is a stellar place. Yes, mm-hmm. which I drive by every single day on the way to work, and there's always a really long line. So I thought, why not? Saturday, we're going up to P-Town. We need fuel. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We wait an hour. We play Jenga. Yeah, it didn't feel <laughs> like an hour. <laughs> we waited an hour for breakfast. Now, that seems a little much. Is that what's going on out there in the breakfast world? What, are you guys going to, like, a club in Chelsea or something in New York City? <laughs> an hour wait? It, it was pretty long, but it, it flew by. There were lots of other people waiting. Lots, lots of other hungry, cranky there, people. It, they had a good outdoor atmosphere to wait in, you know, and the weather was fine. The hot I sun? Think that helped. And things to do, cornhole, Jenga, while you 
you wait because mm-hmm. they know they know you're going to be waiting but you know once we sat down we got our coffee we Great got our service. meals like it was it was bing bang boom and we had so many leftovers so much food like we could have split two meals between the three of us the three of us yeah but and best corned beef hash of my life wow Ooh. now that is quite a recommendation not top the- 10 not top five top one Wow. And you've eaten a lot of hash. I mean, it's like (laughs) at the Celtic kitchen. Uh, Now, let me just ask you guys this. What about eggs over easy? I just want to briefly touch on this. The gooey egg thing. No goo. I can't stand it. It freaks me out. Nope, I'm there for it. I like it. I like it. Dip your toast in it. I didn't used to like it. It freaked me out, but I am an egg connoisseur now, and I can do it. I do want to say that Liv ordered her scrambled eggs over hard. What? No, 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 no. what no one's ever mean? done Wait, that. Like what scrambled eggs hard. hard. Drop a brick on them? What does scrambled that mean? Scrambled hard. Scrambled hard, yeah. I've never heard that I've term. I've never heard it. It means they should bounce. No good. But then they're dry. They should I bounce. know. It's no, terrible. No. Then it's like attic insulation or something. It's like on your plate. Precisely. But it goes really well with the corned beef hash, you know, because it's like salty and crunchy. And then you get oh a little God. bit of like that this nice strange. bouncy hard. I, it was hard strange, but I, you know, I like scrambled. Being brought into the world. But I like thinking outside the box for scrambled eggs. I I have a scrambled eggs tip as well. What is Uh, it? To take your scrambled eggs up to another level, always ask them to fold in a little cheddar cheese. Oh yeah. Can you do it? It's almost like an omelet, but but like scrambled. An omelet on the cheap? Yeah. I like that. And they usually do it, and it just tastes so good. So So you're the kind of guy that's going to bother the waitress when there's a million people in line. Say, by the way, Mm -hmm. could you just fold in a little cheddar cheese? And in fact, one of my new favorite places is Anne and Fran's Kitchen. In Yarmouth, they make some top-notch breakfast, and they always uh, provide me with some delicious uh, scrambled eggs. Well, I think sometimes there's something to be said for the quick stop uh, breakfast, and my dad lives in Dennis, and he's been going to Suet Harbor mm. and getting their breakfast sandwiches. He says they're the best he's ever had, and you're in and out of there. Yeah, we've yeah. never been to New York. Like, New York, what? you can get the best breakfast sandwiches in the world, and it's what? like three seconds. I'm and not going to say what right? place, but I wait well, what place? Uh, on a plate. No, I'm saying because there's a place around here in Hyannis that I wait probably 25 minutes for a breakfast sandwich, where I get that in 1.5 minutes in <laughs> New York, you know, and it's also way more expensive here, too, because the breakfast sandwich thing just isn't as much of a fad as it is. Oh, these hapless rubes on the Cape, Taryn. How have you dealt with them during this summer <laughs> when you want to get back to the glitzy city? I just want it fast. If I'm getting something like a sandwich, just like throw it at me, That's literally you, throw it at me. You guys say an hour wait for breakfast, man. It's like, you know what? I could have made some toasts, you know, but <laughs> all right, let's play this through. Okay. I will have to say that one of my favorite places is the Wicked Oyster in Wellfleet. Just everything is perfect. They really care about it. I don't know. It's just extra delicious, tasty, awesome sausage. I love going there in the off season. I even bring the family sometimes because <laughs> they're lovely people. And that's one of my faves. So I will uh, I will say yes to the Wicked Oyster in Wellfleet. Now, the one thing I'm not a fan of is the breakfast buffet. Oh, Ooh. Boy. What? I'm just saying. I think buffets force you to overeat. You get crazy. You're like, I got to take some of this. I got to put some in my pants pockets. I got to get my money's worth out of this. No way. And I got to give a shout out now that we're talking about breakfast buffets to Laura and Tony's Kitchen and Restaurant in East Ham. 
this is a breakfast buffet that you must go to. They're known for their cinnamon rolls. They have amazing, uh, you know, homemade sausage and gravy biscuits, but they have everything. I am the opposite of Eric in a buffet. Uh, you want to go to a buffet because you can try different things. You're not limited to one or two different it's dishes. It's not try, it's gorge. And I will <laughs> say, you're right about that place. It is exceptional, mm-hmm. and you get your money's worth because it's, what, like 14 bucks to yeah, get in, 15 it's bucks? it's not that expensive compared to other and restaurants. And it's just like, go ahead. But All I feel you like can eat, all homemade. I guess what I'm saying is I can't trust myself around a buffet. I can't <laughs> trust my behavior patterns because it's this cornucopia of love and joy and bacon, and I feel like someone's got to hold me by my ankles and just let me get everything, everything, everything. Like a vacuum. Yeah. Yes. This sounds like a you problem. <laughs> well, that's Don't pretty much... Don't blame the buffet. Oh. <laughs> Don't blame the buffet. Oh, that could be my new slogan. Ooh. Don't blame the buffet. You should blame the buffet. I'm telling you that right now. This might be an unpopular opinion, but the, yes. that chain Percy's place, I like the diner vibe that it gives, and they have a very interesting option of endless eggs, Ooh. where it's not super expensive. I do think that no one is probably going to eat over five eggs, and you would think that you're going to like keep ordering and ordering and ordering, but then, you know, by your second plate of eggs, you're just like, I'm good. But still, I love that they're giving me the options, because I love eggs, and you can get them, like, different ways, I think. Um, so you get over easy, like five over easy eggs, and just goo, goo, goo? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't do that. I'd get, like, probably four scrambled, and then, like, two over easy for my next batch. Whoa. Jeez, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. You know, the buffet is too too much. I mean, the Percy's menu is unbelievable. It's got so many things on it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a little confusing to me, but it's nice that they make all that stuff. Shows a lot of kitchen craft. <laughs> I guess that would be it. What about you? Live off buffet or ordering off the menu? Where do you stand? Order off the menu, supplement a la carte, and breakfast dessert, and go in on the cocktails. See, I don't know about cocktails for breakfast. I feel like that just sets you up for a blurry day. Yeah, you're on vacation. Yeah, but the next thing you know, you fall asleep on the beach and you wake up and you're like the color of bologna and it's like you're all fried because you forgot to put on sunscreen because you were addled by your breakfast drink. I don't know. But you did have a uh, delicious mimosa earlier, so that's got to count for something. I guess. I just feel like that just... Drinking early, out of day drinking, I don't know. That seems kind of tough. Breakfast on Cape Cod. Oh, if you're going fancy, if you want a fancy brunch-like breakfast, I think it's possible that the best place on Cape Cod is Cafe Edwige in Provincetown. They offer brunch only on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday starting at 9 a.m. And uh, my wife, uh, my wife. She, she thinks it's the <laughs> ultimate super place of Ooh. all time, and she'll take people there that she loves, occasionally me. Oh, that's sweet. That's so nice. Sorry, we covered the breakfast thing. Oh, what about the breakfast challenge? Oh, that's right. Um, We challenge all of our listeners to the Cape Cod Fun Show to take down the Duke Challenge over at Ruggies in Harwich. Um, Don't do it. This is a beast of a challenge. Um, In fact, we had one Cape Cod Times staffer try to do it a few years ago, and Eric can tell you how he did in a minute. He actually blew up. (laughs) (laughs) But here's here's a rundown of what the Duke is all about. We love big, epic things that no one can really do. do. The rules. You have 30 minutes to finish everything, including an 8-ounce glass of juice. You must remain seated for 30 minutes. If you succeed, you get you a T-shirt, and the meal is free. Here's what is in the Duke. And you have to eat all of this. 
and it's all piled on top of each other. Two waffles, six eggs our way, a quarter pound of cheddar cheese, quarter pound American cheese, hash browns, homemade sausage gravy, two buttermilk pancakes, six strips of bacon, three sausage patties, and two pieces of boneless country fried chicken. Oh, chicken no way. and breakfast Th- all stacked on top of There's each other. There's no way anyone could ever do that. I don't think anyone's ever done that. Has anyone ever done that? I'm not sure. You're going to have to go to Ruggie's and see if anybody... Well, uh, don't you have some stats at the top of the page there? I thought there were some stats. It, uh, what they have on their website is guests 099 and home 249. So I maybe only that, nine people have done it. Out of 260 yeah, people? That, that's a lot of food, man. Wow. I couldn't even come close. And, and Ethan, our good friend <laughs> Ethan, gave it a try. He was pretty confident Ble- going bless in. Bless his heart. He was confident. When he was talking about it, he's like, I'm going to go in there and mow that down. Um, and then he watched the video. And like after about, what, maybe a quarter way through it, he's got that ashen look on his face. And <laughs> then it's like his whole body is just sort of rigid, like he got hit by a truck. And then it's just... Down goes the fork. Yeah, this was a few years ago, and he hasn't eaten since. Well, then at one point in the challenge, I believe he took the maple syrup decanter and then, like, put it over everything, thinking somehow that would, like... Ease the passage. <laughs> Maybe it would slide down either, easier. Or you no. need to do like at the, how they do at the hot dog eating contest, like jump up and down so that the food literally falls from like your chest into your stomach. Oh gosh! No, you can't get up. You can't get up during yeah, that breakfast well, then challenge. Then you have to shake yourself up and down. Why do I do that? I don't get those challenges. It just seems like you're setting yourself. It's torture, right? What's the what's it the seems, excitement? It seems brutal. What's worse, like eating a ton of food like that, or the hurricane challenge at Four Seas, which is a ton of ice cream, or one of those hot things? We have like oh, one hot potato spicy, chip. Like, which, which is worse? Oh yeah, I think DJ. I think the volume. Had is worse. Yeah, I think volume is worse, worse too. 100%. But sometimes you see people try those hot things and like their whole life changes and they end up in the hospital. That's yeah, true I, because I you can't give up on that one. It's like already done. The damage is done. Right, right. You can give up on the five pounder, mm-hmm. you know, breakfast. Unless it's like a dozen wings, though. You know, a dozen spicy wings that are like sounds delicious. Yeah, I think Buffalo yeah. Wild Wings yeah. does that. But to eat like one spicy chip. You know, that's not much, that's not much commitment. You yeah, but I think it, it is commitment. Once you have it in your system, it doesn't disappear, and you're, <laughs> you're glugging down milk, and everyone's laughing at you, and then they cart you out, <laughs> and they take you to the emergency room. Well, let's hope no one at the Falmouth Road Race ends up in the emergency room, right? We are now moving uh, to one of the great athletic competitions. First, you eat the giant breakfast challenge, then you run the Falmouth Road Race. <laughs> Seven miles from uh, Woods Hole to Falmouth, and... Uh, I live in Wellfleet. I've never seen this event. I don't what? know much about it. And uh, thankfully, you're here, Taryn, with deep expertise on the Falmouth Road Race I, scheduled I, for Sunday, August 19th. Yeah, there's some crazy things. Um, well, first of all, the female winner of the Boston Marathon is going to be running. I think her name is Desiree Linden. And that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So that's just something to go see in, in itself. But... Um, Oh, it's so cool! I've gone, I've gone multiple times. It's um, a beautiful course. My brother ran in it. Wow! Yeah, it's and hard. It's hard to get into though. You have to be a Falmouth resident. Well, you don't have to. No. Or elite. Or you have. It's like a bib. Uh, lottery. Lottery. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it's actually if you, or at least it used to be, if you didn't get in one year, then you were guaranteed entry the next year. I think that's how my brother like got in. It was like one year he didn't get in, and then the next year he did. But um, oh, it's so beautiful too, seeing the runners all come down at the end over um, 
Falmouth Heights Beach, mm-hmm. like down that road, just like watching them all come over the hill. And you know, once you get over that hill, then it's just like you're running down to the to the finish line, and it's so awesome. And years, years, and years ago, um, my family and I met Tommy Leonard, who's the founder of the Road Race. Wow, real celebrity, real, mm-hmm. real yeah, definite, celebrity, definitely. He has a restaurant called the Quarter Deck in Falmouth. It's on Main Street. Um, and we met him, and we would see him kind of like every year when we came back, whether it was we went to his restaurant or I think we saw him at a 4th of July parade, too. And he gave me and my siblings silver dollars, and it was like Whoa. so cool. He was such a celebrity to us. I think we got like a book that was written about him and all this stuff. Um, silver dollars. I mean, that's pirate treasure when you're a kid, a big silver dollar? Yeah. Oh, he's man. He's such a cool guy. I think he's 85 now. Um, but still, I'm pretty sure he goes every year, and um, there's some... So this, like, this is a worthwhile spectator oh, event. totally, totally, totally worthwhile. Yeah. It's just so many people in one spot and so many people that are traveling in, but not your regular tourists, you know? There are people there for a specific event, and, oh, it's just, it's too cool. You just got to see, and there's tons of vendors at the end and people just walking around and... Yeah, and it wins by a Nobska light right oh, down that's there. Right. Which yeah, is right by the light. I'm looking at the route right now. Yeah, that's true. Beautiful down there. Mm-hmm. So, if you were going to go there, is it best to go to like Falmouth Center and park there and watch the end of it, or go? I think the end of it is the is the way to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. right over by the because there's some parking there at least. I yeah. imagine you want to get there super early. Yeah, yeah, because the elite men and open start. Uh, the elite women start at 8:50 a.m. Men at 9 a.m. and the course closes at 11:30. So. I guess you'd have to get up and make some plans to get down there to the Falmouth Road Race. Sunday, August 19th, is race day. Seven miles to destiny. Nice, nice. And if you can't get down there, uh, the Cape Cod Times is going to have a a lot of great coverage. We're going to have our sports reporters down there covering it. Photographers, you can go to capecodtimes.com and see photos, photo galleries. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter. Don't we have a team in the... uh... Yeah, and we even have a team, a Cape Cod Times team running uh, on behalf of the Needy Fund. So we're wishing them well. Well, uh, yeah, we're talking to uh, Patrick, our news editor. He says he's been in hard training for a week. <laughs> a week training. of training. Oh, yeah, That's an intense week. Oh, boy. <laughs> Maybe seven miles isn't so bad, but I bet it's one of those things where you really almost have to sprint the whole way to, to do well, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's not a marathon. It's yeah, a- but is it, is it about doing well? Whoa. <laughs> I'm asking it's an turn. That's so heavy. It's about doing Wow, that was deep. Nice. Mung, this is going to be so tough life without these interns and their deep <laughs> thoughts and the way they see the world. It's so beautiful, light, and fluffy. What are we going to do? How can we live without our interns? Oh, how can we yeah, live without them? You'll live? replace us. <laughs> With robots. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> All right, a couple other things that uh, you should know about coming up. Uh, on Saturday, now this is a, a, a band that's kind of near and dear to my heart, and I think this is an American legend. You may okay. disagree with him politically, Uh-oh. Um, but uh, the Charlie Daniels Band is coming to the Barnstable Performing Arts Center. That's at Barnstable High School, Mung. Yes. That's the big, beautiful theater there. Awesome theater. And Charlie Daniels Band, uh, Southern Rock, right? Fiddle playing, all that kind of stuff. He's a big bearded guy. He's 80 years old now. A legend. He is a legend, uh, you know. Back in the day, there was this sort of southern rock renaissance, and I remember people cruising around the suburbs where I'm from, cranking out Skinner and CDB. That's Charlie Daniels' band. Oh, Love it. Okay. Marshall, Marshall Tucker. The Outlaws, mm-hmm. Molly Hatchet, all that kind of stuff. Wet yeah. Willie. Those were the days. And so Charlie Daniels' band still rocking, um, and he's there Saturday, August 18th, 7 o'clock. 
That will be very exciting. I'm a big fan of CDB and all that stuff. And then there's something else coming up that I have never heard about. It's the La Tavola, La Tavola Italian, Italian Feast in Mashpee. What's that all about? What? That sounds delicious. It looks like it's outside and people are toasting with with wine. It's at Mashpee Commons. As I, I don't what know. I wish someone had written a story about it that could tell us more, but I don't think we have anyone in the room who did that. So. Oh, bummer. <laughs> Wait a second, Liv. You wrote the story. I wrote the story. What's this thing all about? So it's a five-course Italian meal. Uh, with all types of different snacks. First class of wine is included in your OG ticket price. There will be music from an Italian tenor trained in Rome. (laughs) Super cool. Nice. Um, And proceeds benefit uh, Mashpee Common, Mashpee Chamber of Commerce, and all of their fundraising efforts. It looks like a five-course meal around long tables set with candles and flowers. You know what La Tavola means. Uh, it means I'm hungry? It means table in oh, Italian. There you go. This looks lovely. I mean, the picture yeah. here is beautiful of people toasting each other outside, getting along with each other, making new friends. Wow. They set the tables out on Steeple Street in Mashpee. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be lovely. So that's coming up at 5.30 p.m. on Friday. Tickets are $50, so you get your food for the 50 bucks. You get, you get one, glass of, one wine, glass of wine. And the performance by the uh, tenor. The tenor. And then there's a cash bar and uh, cannolis. Ooh. Dessert, ice cream, Ooh. that type of stuff. Sounds like an epic feast. We should go. We I should love go. it. Do you think we can expense this? Yeah. <laughs> As our last goodbye to the Cape Cod. around times. $150 and whatever it is in cash. <laughs> so, Taryn, I think you're a tenor, right? Could you just give us a little taste of Italy, maybe? Please. I already sung for free on this podcast once before. <laughs> All right. So, we have to pay you now, is what you're saying. So, yes. La Tavola Italian Feast in Mashpee. That's coming up 5.30 on Friday. That sounds really good. We have our new restaurant review in of the Flats Restaurant in Brewster. Anyone? Has anyone been to the Flats Restaurant? I have not, but I like the name of it. It's a new restaurant in an established place, and it's creating curiosity. Did they remodel? What does the menu look like? What's it all about? Oh, my God. We have a full review of it, thank goodness, by Lori Higgins, our fabulous restaurant reviewer. What's the bottom line? Hmm. Looks pretty good. Curried (laughs) vegetable, lentil stew. A lot of flavors working together. Looks intriguing. I would say this looks like a a pretty good place at 2671 Main Street in Brewster. Imaginative cocktail menu, Liv. Ooh. What's your favorite cocktail? Mmm. Depends on the season. Depends what I'm kind of in for. Depends if I'm going caloric or if I'm feeling skinny that day. Oh, my God. What? You got a lot of criteria. I love a good uh, black Russian. I love a good white Russian. Those are high-calorie drinks, though, right? They are high-calorie. But a black Russian's not so bad. It's just Kahlua and uh, and vodka. All right. All right. Um, I do love an Aperol spritz if it's beautiful outside. Now, what's in that? uh... That is Aperol. Uh, Aperol? Aperol. Is that like a liqueur? Yeah, it's like a digestif. Uh, I believe with uh, a nice white wine and some club soda. DJ Steve. Sparkly, lovely. She's too fancy. Very Italian. Is that like a Pernod or something? A DJ Steve? What is a DJ Steve? It's a. I could be totally wrong on this, but I believe that it's a liquor made from uh, herbs. To, to aid in your digestion. Mm. But I guess it would be an aperitif because people drink it before their meals. So, the more you know, I guess. Wow. Those are my We favorites. have a lot of work to do. I How do, do you love, get... I love a um, Dark and Stormy and then it's Sister, the Moscow Mule. What? Those are like ideal summer drinks. My God. <laughs> Why are they sisters? Because it's the same thing except you switch uh, the type of liquor. Vodka versus Gosling's Dark Rum. So, the Moscow Mule is vodka? Yes. 
This is- Have you never had a Moscow Mule before? And, of course, in typical live fashion, it comes in the most beautiful presentation. <laughs> it comes in a copper mug. <laughs> you once agitated a mule in Moscow. Yeah, that's right. I, I tried to milk it. It was uh, a lot of trouble. Yet, yet, said the mule. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Well, wait a second, Liv. You don't seem particularly that old right now. Uh, how have you had this uh, amount of cocktail yeah, experience? This is your 22nd birthday, right? Yes. So, yes. This so is one a- full year it's has done a, this to you. It's been a busy year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The thing that I, I wow. never drink cocktails because I can't stand the price of cocktails. It drives me crazy, right? You gotta, it's like You gotta DIY. DIY your own cocktails. Learn how to make a Negroni, a Manhattan... I had groany when I tried to touch my toes. <laughs> oh my god. I think you're right. I've had drinks on the cave recently that have been between twelve and fourteen dollars. For one drink. It's just insane. Yeah. You can get like a meal for that much. I don't know. I just I've never really I you know, among I know you have a penchant for fruity. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Everything that sounds delicious that Liv uh, described, I can't do any of that. No, no. Just fruity drinks. Think about, like, being on a Caribbean beach bar. I like coladas, rum punches, daiquiris, and that's it. And I'll have them not just in the summer, in the dead of winter, too. That's no shot, No shots of whiskey. Ten below zero? No, I'm just like, give me the fruitiest, craziest thing that you can, that you can make. It's got to be colorful. Probably has whipped cream on it. Ooh, or coconut cream. Yeah. The painkillers at the beach coma. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's in a painkiller? What's in a painkiller? It's a... Uh... Oxy? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> it's uh, orange juice, pineapple juice, coconut cream, rum, and then a little bit of nutmeg on the top. Yes, I want that now. Oh, my. Now, Taryn, you're approaching your 21st birthday. Is that correct? This is correct. Sad. Um, Saturday. Saturday. August 18th. Happy so this birthday. will be the first time you can actually go into an establishment and belly up to the bar and say, I'd like one of these. <laughs> yeah, it's the first time yeah. that I'll have alcohol. Alcohol. What? Really? That's impressive. <laughs> yes. Well, you're, I know you're a student athlete, and that's, that's good. Good mm-hmm. for America. So now you're going to have all this pressure, all this excitement. The first drink, I assume you're going to try a drink just for the of heck course. of it. Maybe you don't go back to it ever again. Yeah, maybe not. You're going to try one, though. <laughs> one drink. So do you have a place you're going to... It's going to happen on the Cape. It's going to happen Is on the Cape. Is there a place you're going to go and a drink you're going to get? Hmm. I guess I haven't thought about it that much. We've been planning. What are we've you talking planning, about? We've been planning a little bit. Like like Liv said, the beachcomber is the place to go. Wouldn't that be a oh, great 21st birthday? You must remember that. You would always remember that. You've been so. preparing. I've seen the graph paper on your desk <laughs> and the little scale models. Lots of diagrams. Please, you're yeah. embarrassing me, guys. <laughs> but um, it is a haul up to Wellfleet from uh, Mashpee for you, so that's... Yeah, we were hoping that Colleen would drive us. <laughs> <laughs> Colleen, the, the, the underage. sophomore in college. It's always good to have a designated driver. That is the number one rule of all of this. Yes. You know, I mean, of course. But, but I don't know. I, I could just go for, like, a nice beer. You know, I'm just going to be like... A glass of beer. I, I like know, that. I don't yeah. know. I mean, it's, don't you want something that's crazy, even if the I umbrella will, pokes your eye? I just want and, like, the beer first. I just want to be like... Give me a beer. Yes, quench your thirst first with a beer. Slake oh your thirst goodness. with a beer and then go into something a little fancy. You better take it easy. <laughs> Already I can see this is going to end in a jail cell somewhere. <laughs> well, you live in Wellfleet. We can just come by, right? Yes. Uh, no, no, never come by. No drop-ins. No drop-ins allowed. Please do not come by. You don't know where I live. I'll never tell you. I don't want any interns infesting my tomato patch. I don't need that. 
<laughs> so look for the place with the tomato patch in the backyard. <laughs> Stay away. Stay away. Okay. I'll be hanging garlic around my neck. Just stay away, vampire interns who are now intoxicated oh and trying to steal my marmalade. I don't need any of that. We're here for your tomatoes. Come on. Stay away. Ooh, all oh, right, all boy. right. All right, so we're winding down. By the way, I have to report uh, Greg's on vacation this week, but sadly, uh, deer invaded his backyard garden and ate all of his tomatoes. Bummer. No one likes a grumpy Greg on vacation. (laughs) He's in mourning. The poor guy's inconsolable. He actually texted me and told me he was morose. Oh my god. And that's oh, that's no. tough when you start bandying that word about when you're yeah. morose. A morose vacation is the worst. I mean, he was morose to start. I mean, what do you think this morose Greg is all about? Oh, more morose. Oh, more morose. Can you believe it? I'm sure we're going to hear the stories uh, next week. So that is the sad uh, tale of Greg. As we wind down here on the Cape Cod Fun Show, I want to thank Kevin McLeod for all the great music. You can see his stuff at incompetech.com. All interesting tunes. Now we just got to say goodbye, Mung, to these fabulous interns. I'm this sad is this is the last episode with our interns. I know they've been a lot of fun this summer, and now it's going to be me and you sailing along, and then mm, Grumpy Greg will come back, and like, oh, who's going to be your fourth? Ooh, I don't know what's going to happen to this Stay show. Tuned. Stay tuned. Keep listening. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, interns, anything? Uh, any statements to make to the press as we wind down the program today? Anything to say about your experience on Cape Cod this summer and here at the Cape Cod Times? Thanks for having us. It'll I'll be, be back. Yeah. You we'll say that. I don't know. And they drift away now, Mung. Oh. We can see them now floating over the fog in Chatham. <laughs> nah, catch us at the beachcomber. We'll be there. Tara will be having her first drink this Saturday. Yeah, August 18th. Come see. This is probably really buy her, dangerous. Buy her a drink, but this is sounding problematic. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe you should wait another year. Yeah, this is bad. All right. Mung, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Live a pleasure. Thank you. Happy trails. And Taryn, thank you so much for the summer. Of course. Till next time. Till next week. I'm Eric Williams. You've been listening to the Cape Cod Fun Show. See ya. <laughs> so sad. Perfect ending. So sad. Right though. on that note. Really and nice. away they go. I know. Goodbye. That's pretty sad. <laughs> Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.